0: like everybody else it's a, a whole new world and uh from going a thousand miles an hour craig i guess it's very different for you right now
1: uh, it sure is i uh, appreciate you guys having me on um you know it sure yeah. is not just for us but for everyone especially you know our, our, our players and our coaches and um just a very difficult situation and everyone's trying to make the best of it uh, there were a lot of Obviously, difficult decisions that had to be made, but I think as as time goes on here, we're seeing that uh you know these decisions were were much much needed you know for the safety of everybody and uh you know we just hope it doesn't doesn't go on too long, but nobody knows
2: you look at it too, Craig. I mean, tomorrow was supposed to have been the start of the tournament, and you know now it's not going to happen. Uh, You look towards the future, and first and foremost, I'm sure, like all of us, you just want everybody to be healthy and, you know, let's pick up the pieces and go from there here. But uh, it's got to be gut-wrenching for you. Uh, Again, the most important thing is people being healthy, but gut-wrenching in terms of all the preparations you did to kind of kick this thing off tomorrow that it's not going to happen.
1: Yeah there's a lot of people involved in in the preparations you're absolutely right you know we have a great staff we have um, a lot of great volunteers um but every everybody does you know we're in this business because we want to put events together and, and create a great environment for our student athletes you know during college to be able to play college hockey and you know we want to make sure they have a great experience with this but uh you know the the planning and everything that that's part of our, our, our business we we have a passion for it we, we we enjoy putting this all together um you know as we all do we all kind of you know feel bad for everybody um you know at the college level though you you know you certainly you certainly feel bad for the seniors you know at the at the college level this is their you know a lot of them are in their last year of eligibility and you know they, they qualified for a national tournament. You know specifically speaking about the ACHA right now, and uh, you know they're at practice one 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 evening, and the next morning they, they learn that uh, their college careers are done, and uh, that, that's a that's a tough pill to swallow. The the interesting thing for us, and I'm sure other people in other sports have, have seen it is is as, as difficult of a decision it is and to announce it and to go through all the all the communication and and, and the what ifs we call it you know what if this what if that um, you know everybody everybody kind of accepted it everyone kind of knew that this was the right thing to do and um, you know as you roll that out you're 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 expecting to get some pushback but uh you know, time, maybe maybe timing's everything for us. You know, our national tournament uh, is taking place in, in Dallas, Texas. Uh, the Dallas Stars are hosting us once again, and we had 72 teams. You know, 72 teams from our five divisions getting ready to travel to Dallas. So, if there's a, a silver lining to this, uh, selfishly speaking, it's it's you know we were able to make that announcement prior to any of our teams and, and players and coaches and families had to make that trip to Dallas. I can only imagine these events, you know, that we are seeing on TV and so forth that are in the middle of their tournaments and and they have to, they have to pull the the carpet out from those student athletes. And, you know, then they all have the the logistics of trying to get home and trying to get safe or trying to get back to campus and seeing what the campus regulations and requirements are doing. And, uh, you know, so again, I mean, there's not a real silver lining to all this, but uh, the timing for us to, make this decision prior to 72 teams of players and fans making the trip to Dallas, Texas, uh, um, you know, worked out for us.
0: You know, Craig, and we, we've talked to NCAA one coaches about things that we're looking forward to the Frozen Four possibly participating. And, and one of the great things about your association, as you mentioned, it's kind of, you know, given everyone else a chance to compete, enjoy, you know, good collegiate hockey at a, at a very, very different level. And you've grown at so many different states and places. Uh, what were maybe a couple a couple of the new coming teams this year that had strong seasons heading into this tournament?
1: Well, you know, there, there's actually there's been a lot of growth in, in in college hockey down here, specifically with the ACHA. You know, we, we we've had some teams qualify for the national tournament for the first time ever. You know, and they were so excited about it. We 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 see a lot of parity. You know, with, within our five divisions, um, when you look at the, the teams that came last year, there's a you know, a lot of teams returning, but there there was also a lot of uh new schools that uh, were not part of the national tournament last year and, and as I said, a few of them was their first year. Um what 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 we're really seeing in the ACHA is is um you know, we we have close to five hundred teams uh, across forty eight states and, and um you know, and I think the reason for all this is we're seeing it up in Canada as well as the US down here. But uh, there, there's so many better hockey players these days and they're being developed at the youth levels and, and you know, the coaching is better. I think the kid, the kids are more committed to the sport and certainly technology plays a lot to do with, with um, you know, development of kids and hockey players, but um you know, with all that growth going on and there's more or better hockey players being developed, you know, the, one of the challenges we have down here is, is there hasn't been a lot of growth at the NCAA Division One level, you know, and, uh, you know, we're at 60 teams right now and maybe hopefully 61 uh, in the near future, but uh, 10 years ago we were at 58. So, you know, when you have a lot more better skilled players, you know, now becoming older and looking for college opportunities, and in that top level, is, is not really growing much. It's been filtering down. You know, the NCAA Division two II and three certainly, but certainly what we're seeing is with the ACHA, and when they when they take a look at some of our our programs and schools and the ability, you know, to play in different locations that aren't traditional college hockey markets. And and you see the, the, you know, a lot of, a lot of our teams have great funding, great coaching, great facilities, great setups. Um, we've really seen a lot of that growth, uh, in in the ACHA and those opportunities on the women's side as well. We're going to be close to having a hundred women college teams, uh, in the next year or two. And, uh, you know, we're, we're going to keep it going. We work closely with USA Hockey. We, we You know, we certainly have the support of the NHL, and Mr. Daly uh, is, is kind enough to, you know, support our national tournament every year from the NHL office, and we're, we're, we're grateful for that. His son also plays in the ACHA. Um, but, uh, yeah, we, we have a lot of good things going right now and, and providing a lot of experiences for, for student athletes that uh, want to continue playing college hockey.
2: Yeah, that's what I love about the ACHA, I think, Craig, is just the depth of talent that is now there. And, you know, they need places to ply their trades and to to show off their wares. And uh, that's what's great about the ACHA. Also great, the relationship that's been struck up between not only the NHL and the ACHA, uh, but with the Dallas Stars in particular. The event was again to be held in Texas and and hosted by the Dallas Stars. Tell us about those uh, inner workings, the relationships that you've got uh, not only with the league, but in particular, a team like the Dallas Stars. Well,
1: they've been wonderful, you know, and they've been very accommodated through this whole process. And uh, this was year two for us uh, to be down there and uh, working with Lucas Reed and, and Brad Buckhold from their from their their offices to help put this tournament together. Um, you know, it's a great it's a great facilities for us down there. We we we've been using three locations in Frisco, Plano, and, and McKinney, and uh, they they've been wonderful to work with. And uh previous to, to the national tournament being in, in Dallas with the stars, uh the ACHA hosted it in Columbus, Ohio with, with the Blue Jackets and and um uh moving forward now as we as we look to continue to be busy, a lot of planning now uh for twenty twenty one national tournament, which will be in Boston, you know, in which the, the Bruins are endorsing us and uh gonna be in Marlborough, Massachusetts at the New England Sports Center. So it is it's uh for us it's uh we're very humbled and honored to to be working you know closely with the nhl and uh you know a lot of this wouldn't happen without a lot of hard work from a lot of people uh, including the, the great support that we get with usa hockey
0: and um i wouldn't call it a silver lining but the challenge of starting up again which the nhl is going to face in major league baseball a few out there so in some ways, I guess, you know, we can hope for the best and hope that the end of the light at the end of the tunnel comes sooner rather than later, but now you can just kind of regroup and, and look forward to um, looking back at another great season and, and looking forward to continued growth, Craig.
1: Yeah, we, we, we are, you know, we, um, you know, we had some unique things that happened this year too, you know, with, with uh, we, we had a, a Texas and Texas A&M being able to take play, take part of the winter classic down in Dallas at the Cotton Bowl. we, you know, we, we've had a great uh, tournament in Savannah, Georgia, with Georgia, Georgia Tech, Florida, Florida State that played in front of 5,500 people each game. Um, you know, so so we have a lot of good things to build on, a lot of good things to, to look at. And, and uh, as always, we want to assess and reassess what we're doing well and what we're not doing so well so we can improve that, again, uh, for the benefit of our student-athletes and their experiences in college. So... Um, the support that you guys have given us to come on this radio to talk about ACHA hockey uh, goes a long way as well. So we, we're, we're grateful for that. I want to thank you.
0: Craig, and I guess one other thing, Scott, is uh, Craig and I have a brief experience with the Flint Spirit way back when, 89-90. Your illustrious goaltending career, Craig. <laughs> I,
1: uh, I I did really well in practice. I got a few bruises <laughs> still to remember those days years and years ago. But it it's 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 great to, you know, keep in touch with a, a lot of those guys. You know, I see Danny LaCroix now is coaching in Moncton and uh out east and uh keep in touch with Robbie Zaminer and certainly seeing the, the great success of Don Waddell, uh, you know, um, you know, but uh, I was very fortunate to, to get that opportunity, Gordon, uh, you know, just uh yeah, I'm trying to keep my stories as honest as possible. But uh, you know, as uh my 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 sons are watching hockey now, and my daughter's in the hockey business now, and, uh, you know, it, it's it's a great reflection back in those days, Gord. Uh, that was a tough league back then in yeah. the NHL. Man, was, yeah was Deegan and, and Peoria and all those. That was a tough league, and we had a tough team.
0: Yeah, Peter Laviolette was one of the guys on the team. Mike Richter probably was up with the Rangers, so you got the, the chance. I did notice your three appearances, though. You had two empty net goals, so it sounds like, sounds like the games were close. Yeah.
1: <laughs> i uh the, the one game in particular i just remember uh i just got called up that day it was in milwaukee and you know back then the M- milwaukee had that big brand new rink and i remember going on the ice and i kept looking up and looking up at the seats and uh thought for sure that rick knickle was going to get the start that night and um paul terrio was our coach and uh didn't say anything to me until we went out on the ice for the national anthem and told me I was starting. So I—that's I, that, all I remember from that game. I—I I got the win. I, I remember they took me out. I had some some good food that night. A couple couple pops and uh, showed up at the rink the next day with my ticket back to Erie, Pennsylvania the east coast hockey league
0: well uh, and that's what you're providing now in the uh, acha Uh, hockey dreams are great they're the memories we take forever so i always like sharing that because i I love those kind of things because it's so real there's such passion when you play there and and that's the same with the american collegiate hockey association as well which you run so efficiently so hey we'll check in at some point okay and just be safe and uh, always appreciate your time and uh we'll catch up somewhere down the road okay craig
1: Thank you very much, guys, and uh, you guys take care, too.